Hey, it's Desi, Christo, and Alec. Before we continue with this episode, I just want to talk about our sponsor for this episode, Anchor. If you haven't heard of them, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Do you think you need a full thousand dollars setup just to make a podcast? No way. You can record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and you can distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Best of all, Anchor is 100% free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for listening, and now let's get back to the rest of the episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Storytime with Desi. It is so great to be back, and during the new year and after Christmas, I hope all of you had a wonderful holiday. And to kick off the year, we're starting off with Chapter 6, A Challenger Approaches. But before we begin, I just want to give a huge shout out for my crew for helping me out during um, the end of last year for the couple of months that we did this podcast during the fall. And now for even helping me in the new year and hopefully for the rest of the year and many years to come. And I also just want to say thank you because we are now an international podcast as we have reached as far as Hong Kong. I know it's still pretty early on into our podcasting careers, but it still just blows my mind that we made it this far in this short amount of time, so for a few months. And I just want to give a huge shout out to all of you, as it really warms my heart to see that we are actually getting ourselves out there and putting our work out there, and that we all more or less enjoy our work and what we do. So, as a gift to you for the new year that has been brought up upon us, the Chapter 6 of Metal Plague, A Challenger Approaches. Weeks have passed since Gilbert and I were taken from our orphan home in Houston to the secluded mining operation of the Fossey. Gail and I have slowly adjusted to the mining life similar to the many orphans that inhabit the Fosse and call this place home. It was unbelievable to me that any child would consider this place home. But it's not like I can't say that I have been experienced the feeling of a true home in many years. As the sun passes over me and the sweat of my brow glides down my face, I continually pick at the hardened stone that surrounds us all. Chipping slowly at the rock, I felt something hard against the tip of my pickaxe. In confusion, I stopped my effort to get a better look at the material. Walking closer to see the stone wall, I see a grayish material that glimmers in the sunlight. Fascinated by the material, I anxiously glance around me and then towards Gilbert. Hey, Gil, come here. And I say towards him as he stops his work and faces me. I see the dirt that smudged on his face and the sweat that covers his shirt. Walking towards me, he looks confused as he walks closer to my side. Oh, what is it, Hugo? Did you find some... 
Gil's voice trails off as he glances towards the material that I had uncovered. Gilbert's mouth drops slightly in fascination. Well, what do you suppose it is, Hugo? Gil asked me in almost a whisper as to not draw attention from the children around us. I don't know, Gil. I reply. Shaking my head, I snap myself out of the trance and pick up my pickaxe while I nudge Gil to release him from his trance. Help me get it out, won't you? I ask of Gil as he also retrieves his pickaxe and helps me pick around the area surrounding the material. After a good amount of time passes by, we are finally able to pull out the material from the stone wall. After grabbing the edges of the material, which I determine is metal from a similar look it has to a bundle of scrap metal, I begin to pull on the metal. After struggling for a few seconds, Gilbert comes behind me, wraps his arms around my torso, and begins to pull with me until we both slam onto the floor with a piece of metal in my lap. Picking up the piece of metal and further examining it, it doesn't appear to be bigger than a potato, but also doesn't appear to weigh much either. Continuing to examine the material in fascination, I'm then disturbed by the coming laughter of others. Looking up, I see a group of at least seven to nine other orphans who seem to be a few years older than Gilbert and me since I note that they are taller and manlike than boys. Well, what do we have here? The one in front says as he bends down a floor two away from Gil and me as we remain sitting on the ground. The boys just reply in laughter as they stop behind the one in front of us. Getting a better look at the one in front of us, I see a black whip attached to his brown pair of pants and a sash that hangs around his right shoulder to the left side of his hip. He's too hunched over for me to see if any words are sewn onto the sash. What do they have, Lewis? Huh? What they got? One of the other orphans shouts out as they jump up and down like a little kid who just found a new toy. Making connections, I determined that the one in front of us is named Lewis. From the questions that the other one blurted out. Don't know, but let's find out. Lewis replies, and then he grabs a piece of metal from my hand. Training eyes try to pull back against his force to keep him from taking it. But then he kicks me and I land on my back against the dusty ground. Standing up, Lewis examines the metal and his eyes widen as he lifts the metal in the air with his right hand and faces back to his group of lackeys. Looks like the newbies found some Neiman. Bet the boss will reward handsomely for this find. He shouts to his lackeys as they cheer and whoop at his proclamation. Now grabbing the attention of the orphans around us, they begin to notice the loud cheers of the group in front of us. Gritting my teeth, I quickly stand up and clench my fist as I face the group. 
As I got up, some of the group started to point towards me in laughter, causing Lewis to turn around to face me. That's not yours! I found it, and so it's mine! I shout, nearly blowing steam from my nose. Grinning, Lewis tosses the metal towards one of his lackeys and walks towards me. He punches me in my torso, causing me to collapse as I struggle to breathe for air. Hugo! Gil cries out as he bends down to comfort me. Squinting one eye, I look up towards Lewis to see him widen his grin. It's best to stay down. Wouldn't want to worry your friend here any further, now would we? He replies as I slowly lower my head in pain of my harsh breathing. Laughing, he and his lackeys walk off as they carry away the piece of metal. The next day came as fast as the autumn breeze blew against my tired and weary face. Gilbert and I walked towards the center of the spiral as all the children called to grab their new set of rations and to replenish their water containers. As Gil and I entered the ever-growing line of orphans, I'm suddenly pushed to the ground by a familiar force. Careful now, wouldn't want you to get hurt. I hear Lewis say as I slowly pick my head up from the ground. Hugo, are you alright? Still asks as he helps me sit up. <clears throat> yeah, I'm fine, girl. No need to worry. I then hiss as I feel pain searing from my torso as the fall agitated my bruise. Hey, let me help you up. A familiar voice says as a hand is offered to me. I look up to see a lightly tanned girl with curly black hair that dangles over her shoulders. Hesitantly, I accept her help and she pulls me to my feet. Getting a better look at her face, I recognize the girl as Nova. You're Nova, aren't you? You greeted my friend and I when we first arrived a few weeks ago. I said as I tilt my head towards Gilbert and gives a sheepish smile as he waves towards Nova. Nova gives a small smile then waves back, causing Gil to blush massively. And Nahi immediately too felt my face heat up as I saw her smile. But the mood is ruined when I spot Lewis and his lackeys as they laugh on the other side of the growing crowd of orphans. Confused, Nova turns back to see where I was staring and turns back to us, rolling her eyes. Don't worry about the numbskulls. They're nothing but brutes who like to pick on newbies. She explains as I continue to stare. But then my gaze wanders to the whips on their hips. Why do they carry around those whips? Don't they mind like the rest of us? I question. I look back towards Nova who stifles a small chuckle. 
Those barbarians are like guards here. They make sure that everyone does their work and stay in line, along with making sure that no one tries to leave the fussy either. She explains as she points to the top of the spiral that leads to the outside world. But didn't you say when we arrive that we'll be given everything we ever wanted? Why would someone try to leave? I ask, clearly a bit confused by the bit of information. Nova then repositions herself to heave her arms across her chest. See here, newbie, no one ever really likes it here at the Fussy. That little speech you heard a few weeks ago is just something they have me say to newbies like you to get settled into the fact that you're never going to leave this dump. She says with a bit of annoyance in her voice. I turn my head towards the edge of the spiral that Nova had pointed at earlier. Then an idea popped into my head. Hey, Nova. You said that those brutes act like the guards around here, right? I ask, pointing to Lewis and the others. Yeah, that's right. She replies. Has anyone, I don't know, ever tried to get the guards to help them excite the music? Looking at me like I was in some type of asylum, Nova's eyes began to widen at the thought of my question. Well, no one has ever tried that in my time of being here. It would never work. You can talk all you want to them, but they will never agree to help you escape. The only answer to that brute, Lewis. Unless you take his position as leader, you won't be able to get them to help you. She protests as she tries to shut down my idea. Yet, yeah, it's too late. I've already made my way towards Lewis. Hey, come back here! Hugo, what are you doing? I hear Gilbert and Nova shout, but my mind is already set, and there's no turning back if we ever want a chance of escape. Hey, Lewis! I shout, catching his attention as well as his lackeys as they stop their banter. Lewis turns around with a bit of confusion plastered on his face. But then a grin crawls onto his face. What you want, newbie? He shouts back to me. You and me, Lewis. One on one. Alright. That is the end of chapter 6 of Metal Plague. I hope all of you have enjoyed. I do have a lot of fun doing this. And I do really enjoy doing this for all of you and just having fun with them making new stories every single week more or less and i am so proud to even say that we are international now and i am so proud of my crew and just for the hope and work they put into this just as much as i have and i just want to say a huge thank you to all of you for your hope and to your contribution to this is truly amazing for me to even witness and see and I just hope that we expand and grow more and uh, maybe bring some more people to help us work on this grown family of a podcast but to cut this short I'm just gonna end it off with our usual ending with uh, me mentioning 
listener support for those of you who want to help support me and my growing family of podcasters as we as we try to bring to life many stories that we have made ourselves and you can just make a monthly donation by clicking the link that's in the episode description down below and you can also help us by going to our patreon and checking out the stuff and benefits that you can get through there like bloopers shout outs early access and even digital copies of the stories that you can read and listen to on your own time and you can get all those ranging from prices from three to nine dollars a month and those will really help us out with buying better equipment and getting access to softwares that can help us improve these stories and bring better equipment to you and your loved ones. So starting off this year strong, I just want to say thank you to my crew and thank you to all those listening to our podcast and that have helped us expand it this far in just this short amount of time. I am Desire Gomez and this is Storytime with Desi. Bye!